0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall podcast, broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. The building is over 336,000 square feet, and it's full of over 650 classics for sale and 300 barn finds on display. Check out all the inventory on the website, ClassicAutoMall.com. If you have any questions for our host or guest, email us at podcast at ClassicAutoMall.com. Now, on to the show with our host, the president of Classic AutoMall, Stuart Howden.
0: Good morning to all, and good morning, listeners. It's uh, We're finally doing it in the morning again. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've had so many – We've. it's uh, one of those things. The schedules don't always coincide with our schedule, other people's schedules. When Ray good. Everhand says I'm ready – He's ready, we, by golly. We, or, we turn on the speakers. Or Mr. Kawasaki, uh, right. who was great, and yep. uh, and anybody else for that matter. I mean, it's um, – we mm-hmm. just, you know, we, nice. we had the studio. It's sitting here. <laughs> yeah. 99% of the time, we're doing nothing with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sitting here costing me money. Right. No, it didn't cost money. Well, it does cost money. I have to heat and air it, but I had the, that too. So before, but anyway, I digress from all of that. <laughs> if I sound a little, uh, a little congested stuffy. and I'm a little stuffy today because the pollen count is like a gazillion. <laughs> it's man. I went out and looked at my grill last night. Oh, there comes. a now what is that? A uh, Mercury comet? Maybe a parking lot here. A I parking. always said is is a,
1: is half the half the fun. We talk about that. Yeah. Could you go to car shows, the parking lot. But here at, at Morgantown.
0: Yeah. You I never mean, know. You never know what's going to be in the parking lot. Sometimes it's just regular daily drivers mm-hmm. other times not. Anyway, went out to the grill last night and the pollen was like unbelievably thick on it. And it's even getting into our building. I mean, yeah. you even notice that, wow. you know, and, and you got to understand our building is an old building. <laughs> it's a little dusty to begin with. <laughs> right. And we have a guy who basically dust cars all, all day, long, day long. And that's all he does. And he's like the guy who has to mow his huge field. And he just, when he gets done, he has to start. <laughs> now, what other. do you use here at,
1: at the classic automobile? Because I'm sure people who collect cars and they all have their favorite kind of dusting system. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean the, the easiest one that we have that we use and which a lot of people use is the California duster. Uh, some people don't like them. I really like them. I, you know, they, they simplify the process. Mm-hmm. They get better as they get dirtier. Um, and you know, you can clean them, but, uh, they say that, like I said, they get better when they get, yeah, they dirtier. get sticky a little bit. Uh-huh. They're
1: able to take stuff off.
0: Yeah. And so, and you know, when you got an old building like this, it's hard to keep dust out of here it's just one of those things so if you see a dusty car let us know because our guy is trudging along he's he's in showroom 22 of showroom 27 and you know one of these days he'll get to it but no it's it's one of those things that it's a constant issue with us that uh and we've tried different filtration systems and short of you know spending 12 million dollars to right. replace the heat and air system it's one of the things that we have to live with but i'll take that over cars being outside For and, sure and uh, and that kind of thing so so um, you know, speaking of cars outside, I, uh, we've got project cars out. I don't know if everybody anybody's ever seen. In our northwest corner of our facility, there is a uh, kind of a fenced-in lot area, and we've got some really interesting barn find stuff out there that uh, is in need of a little tender mm-hmm. care. You know, it's um, these are cars that my partner collected that are the lower end of of. Of the cars they they need probably maybe more work than than would be worth it, but they would make good parts cars for some people, and they're for sale, and they are for sale, okay, yeah, we just you know it's getting enough time to to write the descriptions of even those. it requires hmm. you have to tell people what it is you're selling you just can't put ten pictures out there and let people guess what it is mm-hmm. or what it was or what it could be and so but we're so busy with consignments coming in that who has time to to do our own stuff i 'm amazed how much he gets up and Within a, within a week, yeah, incredible. Well, and just the pictures. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, not the pictures. Excuse me. The pictures are yes, as well too. But the descriptions. Mm-hmm. Um, LC five hundred Lexus coming in. Uh, I love. Oh those. yeah, those things are really that's cool. sweet. And here comes a C eight Corvette. C eight Corvette coming. Sorry, you guys can't see this, but uh, you can live vicariously through us. Uh, but anyway, speaking of Lexus, I took our our SC four hundred and thirty down to the Lexus place uh, to get yes. it an airbag recall. That's right. And, uh, you know... Working on airbags is kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, that thing goes off on you, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, they said Takata, the Takata situation with there were pieces of plastic and stuff.
0: Yeah, that could, you know, and shatter Metal, through, Metal, metal <laughs> drive through your cheekbone or whatever. Lovely. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? And, of course, we got it down there, and then they, we realized, or they realized, that ours was an older model in 2002. I don't know what the last year they made those. Probably 2005 or 2007, mm-hmm. I believe ours is a 2002 it's beautiful white with the cognac uh, leather interior but anyway i like it um they had to to uh, keep it till uh, the next day because uh, it was going to take them longer than they thought and they gave us a loaner an es300 hybrid which is really kind of weird because you start it you don't even know it's running mm-hmm. and it's it is running but it's not it's like you can't even hear it
1: yeah we have a uh 200h was that what it's called it's a lexus the right li- the little one uh and yeah it's quiet until until <coughs> the engine kicks in. I mean it's basically a Prius uh right. running system. And uh it's it's great. I mean if she gets forty five miles a gallon. Yeah, then,
0: I mean listen, at uh you know, five dollar a gallon yeah. gas or whatever. Although when I was in Missouri, I don't know if I said this, it's like a dollar fifty cheaper a gallon. Really? In Missouri. Which I don't understand. I mean, don't we have a refinery here in Philadelphia? Yeah. Uh, I, I always thought that's why New Jersey gas was cheaper because it was closer to refineries, right? And they have you—they self pump there. Yeah. Which I mean, they don't self pump; they have attendants always. You're not allowed. Are you allowed to? I mean, you're, you're not even allowed to pump in New Jersey. <coughs> well, that's ridiculous. More regulation. <laughs> like we need more regulations. Um, we won't get into that, will we? <laughs> <laughs> Although it sounds like we did. Uh, but anyway, um, you would think it'd be cheaper fuel prices and diesel down in. Uh, up here is six, yeah. almost $7 a gallon. <laughs> and in Missouri, it was like dollars and 20 cents or really? something yeah it was significantly different mm-hmm. which you know what a shame i mean the poor guy who has to fill up in missouri and charge the same price that a that a business or a guy in pennsylvania has to charge the same price as a guy in missouri mm-hmm. and yet he's paying he's got a 300 gallon tank on his truck you know a dollar 50 is an extra 450 dollars it cost him versus yeah. the other guy that's right so i mean you know fair with, i don't know if we're, we can get into a whole argument of fair really? oh or yeah fair but uh but it just you know, it's like any business. I mean ultimately they gonna pass that cost on to the consumer. 100%. Only only so long that they can uh, continue to to, you know, just take it in the shorts, so to speak. So but anyway, it was uh it was interesting to go to the Lexus store because they have great customer service mm-hmm. they're really great there this was the one in chester springs yep. and uh just fantastic crew and you know the minute you walk in somebody acknowledges that you're there and that oh the girl's on the phone but she'll be right with you i mean you know just
1: the, it's a different level it really is we've experienced it
0: well and i mean lexus by design was going to be mercedes and better right and mercedes used to have the best service i don't know i haven't been to a mercedes store mm-hmm. in a long time but uh i would imagine their level of service is probably equally as good as well too but i think lexus really set a bar for everybody i think they took it to Mm -hmm. the next level and then everybody else had to kind of catch up because i know that it used to be and i don't hear this this so much anymore but didn't it used to be that that dealerships a lot of what they were allocated and things like that had to do with their customer service rankings that they got uh through the surveys that were sent out to somebody who had been to service somebody had been to sales somebody been into for whatever reason and a lot of what the manufacturer did or didn't do for them uh was based on their scores but I don't hear that so much anymore and nor do I get the con- the surveys anymore so
1: Right I think JD Power still does that level of uh, statistics and uh, there's there's still a they st- still out there. You can right. actually go and see who has the best customer service, and I think Lexus
0: is always in the top three. Yeah, I would imagine they are, because, uh, you know, since when they came out in 1990, I guess, it or 89, yep. I guess, for 1990 models, uh, they've been on top of their game. Of course, none of this has anything to do with classic cars. <laughs> well, um, we, SC4- ha- we have a Lexus in stock. SC430. Yeah. It's white. It's actually my own, my car I'm selling. Are so, you? You know, if that means anything, or that hurts it, I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, we, we might need a car, <laughs> another car, to go back and forth. A V8 in it. It's too, got a V8 it?
0: in it, and it's and it's a retractable hardtop, mm-hmm. and
1: mm-hmm. Uh, it's white. So you know, it's, a it's pretty nice. cool car. Yeah. I think they're they're interesting. People either. They're sort of polar opinions yeah. on on SE 430s
0: They're odd looking and they have very high sills on their doors. Right. So they were, I guess, the the designer of those went after the yacht market and went to <laughs> over to like Monaco and, okay. and studied yachts and okay. how th- their layout and their colors and their trims wow. and all that kind of thing. And I see that. Yeah. So you know that that makes sense certainly. But, totally. You know when Lexus first came out in nineteen ninety, they um they Killed it right out of the gate, Mm -hmm. and Infinity struggled Mm -hmm. because Infinity had commercials with babbling brooks and no picture of a car. And Lexus (laughs) said no. And the one thing, the other thing that they did for the market for a time being, anyway, is they they set a price and they didn't offer rebates or discounts. Mm -hmm. And you know, part of what they say was the demise, and then the you know, obviously the rebirth of the of the domestic car market: Chevrolet and Chrysler and General Motors and. Pontiac and mm-hmm. blah, 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 and everybody else was that they were diminishing their value because mm-hmm. everybody was just waiting for when the special came. You know, oh, I won't buy one today because yeah. they're going to offer $1,500 off or they're going to give me $2,000 for my, yeah. <laughs> my drag push or pull <laughs> uh, vehicle that comes there. So interesting. But, yeah. But, that's,
1: that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So, uh, they, they didn't deviate from their prices and therefore it, uh, uh, seemed to work very well for them. They've done extremely well. Although I'm not a big fan of the cow catcher grill now except for on the LC500. Right, right. That. Which is the two-door sports car or yeah. and not to be mistaken for the LFA, which is that's the the supercar super that, that they made. That's amazing. Those things all of a sudden went from being about $300,000 to about $800,000
1: as they should. They're yeah. really special cars and uh, I've seen them down at shows in the main line and stuff.
0: Speaking of shows yeah. in the main line, today, which will be last week, is <laughs> Radwood.
1: The 21st was Radwood. I hope yeah. it's a big success. It yeah. was it was hot. Last week. Uh, <laughs> it was you know, 92 We had degrees. a weird 90-plus 90, 90 degree temperature in the Philadelphia area. But, yeah. uh, but hey, you know,
0: it's Radwood. And it's summer, so yeah, you know, right. we're close, sort anyway. of. Summer officially start somewhere, some close to here yep. now, whenever. It's, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, another shout-out to our friends from the Pat Travers Group. Yep. Thank you for allowing us to use your music, and uh, we're going to tell you that every time. Did <laughs> you see, uh, did we talk about, I don't, I don't remember if we talked about this, Maple Grove sold? Oh, no. No, I didn't hear the that. drag strip. Yeah. Did Haggerty buy it? No. <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. I mean, why, why, not? why, not? why not? Why not? They got $3.3 That's billion not out in of the realm world, of possibility. No, they got $3.3 3 in their wards. And they are getting more into racing. Yeah. Uh, they're sponsoring more racing stuff. I noticed that when I was at Road Atlanta, they had some sponsorship. Down, sponsorship mm-hmm. uh, The Music City Grand Prix, which is the uh, road course IndyCar race in Nashville, uh, Haggerty was a sponsor of some level. And then I've noticed that they've got a new database of all things motor. Sports and all of like a calendar that they put out uh, on their website, and so okay, good for them. But no, they did not buy it. Okay. <laughs> uh, family, the Koretsky family, uh, Kenny Koretsky, who's a veteran NHRA driver, okay, and his two sons, and one of the sons is a pro stock driver right mm-hmm. now. So pro stocks were always so cool. Yeah, or, or no, not still were cool. still yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean that in past tense. They are present tense. They are really cool. They uh, they have a sound. Like no other. And I remember back in the IHRA days, which was the, uh, the, the competitor to the NHRA, which is now, I guess it's been dissolved or absorbed mm-hmm. or whatever. They had those mountain motor pro stock cars that were like 600 cubic inches and they sounded just like thunder. Insane, insane. You know, yep. it was just really uh, an impressive sight and sound. If people don't realize if you've never been to a drag race, What you see on TV doesn't do it justice.
1: It's unbelievable. And we were talking about bucket list stuff last Mm -hmm. week. And I've been to Pomona. I've been to Winter Nationals when I lived out there a couple times. And that's just absolutely nothing like it. Just do it once, even if you don't like car racing. It's an
0: experience beyond belief. Yeah, it's kind of like determining the speed of Formula One cars. You know, when you watch it on television, it looks it doesn't look fast. It's almost like watching an airplane go past yeah. overhead. It's going six hundred miles an hour yeah. and it looks like it's just barely moving. So uh when we return we'll continue babbling on about whatever. There's like family day here. <laughs> it is big big day here at Classic Autumn. <laughs> big day at Classic Autumn. When we return we'll talk more uh gibber jabber about uh, classic cars and the state of the market and all those good things we'll see you in a minute.
2: When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com.
1: If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app.
0: (coughs) You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Audemar podcast live from the Classic Audemar Studios or recorded depending on when you're listening to it. It's a Saturday morning, beautiful day here, gonna be ninety two degrees. <laughs> Maybe the casinos open, and yeah, maybe, I don't know. If air conditioned, are, air conditioned. That would be a good thing. We're air conditioned here too. That's right, to some degree. We're it's a big place. It, yeah, it's a big place. We There's one good vent right here that you can stand under if it's you get like too the high. cool spot in the fish in <laughs> the swimming hole. That's right. right. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about before we went to break the Maple Grove Raceway as mm-hmm. uh, sold, and uh, which is a good thing. I think the 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 family, the Stauffer family, that had owned it forever uh, from this, I guess, when the '60s when it started, mm-hmm. uh, they were ready for you know. They had had a, a buyer a couple or last year or the year before a couple of years ago, and it was a big splash. And they were gonna it was gonna sell, and there was gonna be all these improvements. And then it just the guys just vanished or went away or whatever. And so it's been on the market still again with a lot of acreage up there over four hundred acres up there, uh, which is just seven miles north of us. Okay, one seventy six. Wow. So I mean, it's just a stone's throw. We hear them when they're is that right? Yeah, when they're running the pro stock or top fuel uh, or the funny cars, we we absolutely hear them down here Uh, but anyway they bought it oh gosh probably going on about three weeks or a month ago and uh you know they have some ideas for improvement and uh you know that's a that's a tough business i mean it's not uh there's drag strips closing all over the place right that used to be very popular uh places around here but uh i know that uh, as of late some of them are closing just like a lot of things i mean it's uh Boy the strong there goes that uh that uh CUDA. Oh uh, that's a challenger. Sorry, mm-hmm. I got that one completely wrong. That's so. all right. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. Um uh, but anyway, um congrats to the to the Karetsky family and uh we'd love to work with you guys. Yeah and uh help you in any Perf- way we perfect. can and uh yeah, it's a nice uh, and, uh a nice connection between us and them and and drag racing is such an important part of the southeast uh Pennsylvania, say Missouri. Yeah. Uh Pennsylvania too, landscape. Yeah. I mean it's just about anywhere now. But although there are so many people within such a close proximity of here that, right. that are car people, uh that we find every day. So uh but congrats to them and uh, uh all the success we hope in the world and uh we were going to have a guest today, by the way, my buddy, what happened? my buddy Harry Dinwiddie, and his truck blew a sensor of some type. And, uh, oh, a modern truck. A modern truck, <laughs> yes. He was on his way from Tennessee, he was bringing us a Corvette for consignment. Oh uh, man. Uh, yeah. So you know now you got to get a flatbed and then you got to get the flatbed who's got a trailer hitch because he's got to drag the trailer. Yep, <laughs> it's that's, never that's, easy. That sucks. So anyway, he's not going to be with us, and he is. We are sponsoring him as we spoke about last week uh, in the vintage racing series at uh, Road Atlanta, Road America, and Chattanooga uh, this year, and then we'll see where it goes from nice. there. You know, we who knows it. Uh, it may be something that works really well for us. Uh, you know, one of our goals, and we realize, is to uh, get consignments from a further distance so if you have a car for consignment and you're not within you know a couple hundred miles of here give me a call right and i'll talk to you we'll see if there's something we can mm-hmm. figure out we there's more than one way to skin a cat as they say and uh we can certainly figure out a way to make it uh less painful for you if you want to bring a car to us and um uh, Speaking of cars, we've gotten some great stuff in lately. Uh, the uh, an amazing 32 Ford Roadster, Brookville Steel Body, uh, it's Redondo Red. Okay, I'm assuming that's for Redondo Beach, California, because everything cool happens <laughs> out in California, right? Of course. Uh, but they used to, anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other subject. Yeah, we could do a whole show in California. Yes, we could. Uh, the Brookville Steel Body, though, is an uh, aftermarket box. It's okay. all steel, okay. and uh, uh, hence the name. It's got a 351. Windsor in it, uh, Ford 9 inch rear. And uh, doe skin leather, non vegetarian. <laughs> well, That's what we saw. The Kia ad. It said yeah. vegan leather. Vegan vegan leather. Yeah, this so, is real leather. But wait a minute. Okay, so yes, the cow doesn't eat meat, but the cow itself is meat. <laughs> so, right. So I'm not quite sure what the vegan leather means. And I please don't you know I don't send letters and cards and all that good stuff because I think it's just plain leather, right? Because because what do you mean is, just plain just, leather? Well, what does that Cows mean? are vegans. <laughs> they are. Vegan. They and then maybe, mean, be, maybe they get an insect <laughs> once in a while off the grass. But. <clears <clears <throat> or a spider like you do when you, when you sleep with your mouth open. <laughs> hey, what is the, some of the old wives tales that I said? you swallowed 20 spiders in your lifetime. Is that right? Yeah, so they say. I, I, don't I believe that. That could be possible. Well, <laughs> I'm not here to prove or disprove. Real doe skin leather on the Ford Roadster. That's that's soft. It's yeah, softer. It's softer than soft. Yeah. It's like unborn linoleum. Mm. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that means. I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, this thing uh, is amazing. And of course, it's the 90th anniversary of the 32 Ford. So, oh, think about that! How about that? Yeah. Ooh, almost a hundred. Almost, yeah, <laughs> ninety is. See how,
1: clever, see how plus I ten am? would
0: be hundred. Man, <laughs> that is amazing. Here's Math a, is my forte. Apparently. <laughs> well, there's a uh, Here's something. Something, yeah, something rumbled in, and there's something else. That looks like in. a
1: three a Chrysler 300. Could oh. be an SRT. You have do we have an SRT. We have an SRT 300
0: in we do. in stock. We do in inventory. So. Those are fun to drive. Yeah, they're, they're nice, and the cough, wagons are too. We cough. have a we have a wagon as well too. Uh... Um, They're very comfortable. And as you get older, like I am, comfort yeah. sometimes <laughs> has some factor in things.
1: On my way home, I stopped at the uh, last week after the show. I stopped at the gas station on the highway and a uh, SHO, late model SHO pulled yeah. up. And I go, hey, I love your car. Blah, blah, blah. We got talking about that, too. Those are very
0: comfortable yeah. and very quick. Yeah. I, there was uh, one of them that just sold at the Meekum sale last week. <laughs> See how good I'm getting at <laughs> <in> doing that. <laughs> there the, you go. Uh, that, so there was a guy who had a collection of uh, those type of cars. And we'll get into that right. a little bit in a minute. But uh, anyway. Uh, the thirty-two Ford Roadsters, we just like I said, do consignment. Uh, there were over a uh, 32 Ford Roadsters at the Grand National Roadster Show they had in Pomona wow. this year, uh, in celebrating the uh, the 90th 90th anniversary. anniversary. And in about eleven years, it'll be the hundred. <laughs> so there you go. We also got a nineteen forty Brockway dump truck. I mean yeah. just to restore something of that scope. Somebody size. out there is looking for a nineteen forty <laughs> Brockway <laughs> yeah. eighty three. I get 10. calls all the time about that. It's like I just I'm sorry, I just don't have one. It you will know. sell. It will sell. It'll oh there's a beautiful T bird with a, a black body, white, hard top porthole. Mm-hmm. So it should be a fifty six or a fifty seven uh, that just pulled in. Um, we're like kids in a candy store it here. Is, you it's know, a lot of fun. Anything that pulls in. And I never get to see this perspective because my mm-hmm. office, as we've talked about, is in a cave. Is buried. I'm in a cave. I have no idea. They but have to it's keep big. A, it's big. It's big off. You have to keep a humidifier in there to keep the temperature regulated. Well,
1: again, you should. We we talk about this. You should have a camera and a screen.
0: I know. Yeah, I need to get cameras. but I do. You should have one for the parking lot. I do, but you know, it's yeah,
1: it's hard to look yeah, up. Yeah, when you you're working busy.
0: You know, it's like putting the Miconox on during the day. I have a TV, and I have Dish Network, and it, I can watch it right there, and I have a computer hooked up to it, one of my 11 computers that I own, which is just ridiculous. We should congratulate I
1: you'll probably get into it later. We should congratulate our friend Ray Everham for some great sales what. last week.
0: <laughs> what a great job he did. I mean, they broke the bank. Amazing. How much does the Mario Andretti car go for, Steve? A, a lot. <laughs> see, there's the Thunder Thunderbird. Oh, yeah, beautiful. The hard top, black.
1: Big, I see, I'm not a – personally, I'm not a big fan of, of that gen- generation of thunder, Thunderbirds, right. but I, I get it.
0: Yeah, the, the, the baby birds, the five, six, and 55, 56, and 57 Thunderbirds, yep. uh, have that, uh, iconic look. And, uh, that yep. one's black with a white top, which is a great color combination. That, well, that nice. doesn't work well on every car. That's right. Uh, but, uh, it certainly works well on the Thunderbird. That's he's circling look, the line. Looks great. He's, he must be, um, I don't wonder what he's doing. He's thinking he, about consigning. He's thinking about. It. He just keeps <laughs> changing his mind right when he gets to the door. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, I digress from that. Um, we, uh, and don't forget, by the way, to keep up with our new which we'll continue on with here in a minute uh, The newsletter, or excuse me Classicautomall.com And sign up for our newsletter uh, mm-hmm. We send it out once a month It has the joke of the or, joke or quote of the week It's got a funny or interesting picture of the mm-hmm. week It tells you about our podcast It tells you about what's going on here Shows you new inventory um, So if you get a chance, go and sign up for it Because it's it's fun to do And I hope people enjoyed it They seem to be enjoying it So and the, the little joke thing of it yeah. uh, uh, Seems to be good It's it? good
1: and it's just it's just long enough it won't wear you down
0: for yeah. for yeah. hours and hours it's a really good size and you know like some people and I won't I won't point out and say names that send you an email every 90 minutes of the day it's mm-hmm. like oh my goodness gracious dude i'm surprised they don't get to the point where they're getting so many unsubscribers that uh that you know it affects their whatever their ranking yeah. is uh right, in, in right. All of it. anyway Back to the 1940 Brockway dump truck, uh, beautifully restored. It's got a functional aluminum dump bed, mm-hmm. and it's got a 244 cubic inch Continental eight. No idea what that means. Interesting. But yeah, Brockways were made, I think, up in New York somewhere. That was uh, uh, their the area of the world that they were built in. And then we got a wonderful barn find 1970 Volkswagen bus. And uh, if you've never driven one of these, this one's got a great running 1600 cc mm-hmm. engine. But if you've never driven one of these – they lack a little in power. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. They're like
2: sixty
1: horsepower.
0: Yeah, I think they were sixty horsepower. I'll never forget that my dad and my dad's girlfriend and her three daughters and I were driving from Salisbury, Maryland, to Ocean City, Maryland, mm. and one and a big storm came up, and that thing we were getting blown around <laughs> on that highway like nobody's business. It was. They're not super heavy. They're not heavy. Yeah, they're, no power. They're billboardish, right. sail like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with their side panels and. And uh, so anyway, um, that was a scary ride, and, uh, <laughs> but we we made it and everything was fine. So uh, the it's a uh, this one just needs cosmetics. It's oh. a 1970 mm-hmm. Volkswagen bus, blue and white from the hippie era. Sure. For those of you who don't know what a hippie is, I don't know how to describe a hippie. Describe a hippie. Hippies
1: a uh, peacenik. Uh, <laughs> that's how I that's how I see it. it was
0: sort Long hair. Started air. started uh, around Vietnam. Yeah. It started around it was beatnik in the 50s and then it was peacenik in the. In <clears> the <throat> Late sixties and early 70s.
1: There's an equivalent now, but we won't. You know, and
0: we the down. smoking pot factor in. Yeah, I think that? so. Probably drugs and drugs sex and, and rock and roll. Right. Right. The, I pretty think got pretty it, much yeah. was the hippie. Yeah. So which is
1: amazing because 1970, I've been you know through the social media and everything I've right. been doing. Seventy was a great year for cars. Oh yeah. I was watching Meacham last week, and there's just the 70s were raucous yeah. with, with muscle cars.
0: Yeah. I mean, the le- you know 69, 70, 71. I mean that was that was it. Then even in 72, as early as 72, the the muscle cars started declining in horsepower and mm-hmm. and actually some of the most powerful cars later into the 70s 70, 73 74 were the pontiacs the mm-hmm. trans and the super duty pontiac yep. trans right. and and so on and so forth so um but anyway another new car we got in a 1980 toyota celica st convertible um, i saw that yeah it's really an interesting looking car it's red with black top and black guts and um pretty rare car i think there was uh, what do they say a thousand of these produced by this particular, now there was other companies. It's an aftermarket thing. Yeah. American Custom Coach Works out of Beverly Hills. Okay. Um, so that sounded like it was, should be more expensive important. And, yeah. and important. Uh, but there was others. There was, uh, there was one that was more famous that I, escapes me now that built those. Uh, but, uh, uh, very few of them survived. This one's, uh, got the 2.2 liter engine. It's, uh, tons of service records. Uh, like I said, one of a thousand produced and, you know, probably, very few are still out there. The
1: perfect Radwood vehicle, and oh, and, yeah. and
0: really Japanese
1: cars from the late 70s up, up until the late 80s are
0: hot. Sure. I, I mean, we just got a 70-ish. I don't remember. I, it hadn't come in yet. I mean, it isn't in the system yet. Yeah. Uh, 71, I believe, or 70 Datsun 240Z. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I those saw, are yep, really, yep. really popular. And this one's in white.
1: That uh, will be gone in two weeks. So. I think it won't last. And if you're interested yeah. in the Z- call today.
0: <laughs> oh, and even though you can't find it on the Internet, right. you'll be the inside right. uh, knowledge, although you're a week behind. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. So you call and now you're mad at us, so uh, sorry. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, we also got a, an amazing – it's just right here in the in the uh, lobby, too, or in the hallway, a 39 Chevrolet Coupe. Did you see this thing? It's in red. Oh, the red one, yeah. Oh, oh sure my God. God. Beautiful car. PPG urethane mm-hmm. paint. It just really is striking. I Pops. Had, yep. Something about that red color that you're not used to seeing mm-hmm. on one of these um, and so you know to see one like this one uh, is uh, and it's got leather interior uh, ZZ4 350 mm-hmm. crate engine uh, it's an all steel known as a, it was a master deluxe was the the, the uh, body style okay. on these uh, back in the what they were called in the 30s and new it was $715 <laughs> <laughs> that's even hard to believe isn't it it is uh, when we return we'll talk about a few more cars that we've got in inventory here and get on to some other things as well too and uh, we'll see you back after the break since the
2: 1960s jc taylor has been america's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars antique autos modified and custom vehicles our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades for more information or to receive a quote contact our expert team today by calling 888 antique or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening
0: to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the classic Autobahn podcast. Live from beautiful downtown Morgantown, Pennsylvania. It is a beautiful day. 92 degrees it's going to be. And I know, (laughs) I know. I haven't been home in a lot of weekends. There's going to be a list of honeydew stuff. <laughs> I just know it. I'm not in the mood for that, honey. But I wish you oh, right. wanted to hear this the next week. So yeah, that's right. I got them all, all right. done. I got them all done. They were all, all done. Right. I told you six months ago, I changed that light bulb. Uh, another new uh, piece of inventory is uh, an often over, an oft overlooked car, the 2006 Pontiac GTO that we got in. Now in 2006, they had bumped it up to 400 horsepower. Right. Um, this one's got 11,000 original. Mm. It's mm. impulse blue metallic over charcoal gray with the six speed with the six speed mm, mm, uh mm. the tremec six speed well, i guess tremec built the six speeds for now uh, for holden the, yeah i guess these cars were built in australia, australia and yeah. then sent to the u.s right and badged yeah Pontiac. Uh, leather interior uh, they were Holden based And those of you who Don't know Holden was the Muscle car hmm. arm Of General Motors P1800 Volvo Just pulled in Muscle wow. car arm of something. I like I'm easily distracted yep. I'm like a rodeo <laughs> crown Or I'm like the squirrel. bull I'm like the bull Squirrel <laughs> Squirrel um, Anyway They were Holden based 11,000 original miles On this car yeah. And these cars Were underappreciated And have been But I think They're starting To gain their Stead If you will Yeah uh, No
1: These are uh, You know These are Raising in collectability And this is A fantastic model. Uh, Great color. One of my favorite uh, modern muscle cars. There you go. I mean,
0: that kind of. uh, So, what does GOAT stand for? (laughs) Gran Turismo Obligato. Well, that's the GTO part of it. What does the GOAT stand for? Yeah. Uh, gas, tires, and oil. No, GTO, as people used to say. To ga- gas, tires, and oil. Gas, tires, and oil. But the GOAT, I, I think it's just an acronym. It's like Jeep. Yeah. It was JP right. was the Jeep for the military. GOAT was just a way to say that. And I'm sure I'm completely wrong about this. And maybe I should do a little more homework. Well, maybe
1: now. they'll chime in online.
0: Yeah, maybe somebody will <laughs> tell us on TikTok. It's like 442. <laughs> you know, you get all the the hubbub about when you tell what it is and what it isn't. And I'm not getting into that. i right, not even right. going there anymore. GOAT
1: is so. greatest of all time, right?
0: <laughs> greatest of all time. That's yeah. That's which a modern. Is, that's, that's a modern version, and that's just fairly recently has come into play. It I is. mean, that's uh, and there's only a handful in there. What would that be? Tiger? That would be Michael? That would be LeBron? Uh, well, he had to throw uh, that Tom, in. Tom Brady. Brady. Uh, yeah. yeah, Brady. Yeah. Uh, Pey- <laughs> Peyton Manning. Uh, okay. Close. Sure, uh, sure. That would be an argument. I think Brady's probably got him though. But anyway, let's digress from that. Another new consignment we just got in. 300TD Mercedes wagon, turbo diesel, yep. five-cylinder. Wow. Uh, this one's just getting broken in. It's got 165,000 <laughs> miles on it. And uh, four-speed automatic, California car, cream mm-hmm. beige mm-hmm. over camel interior. And you talk about a cult follow. Oh, yeah. Diesel Mercedes, whether it's the four-door sedan mm-hmm. or the four-door wagon or the little two-door coupe, these things people just go nuts over. I don't think this one will last long at all. I probably arguably the toughest most reliable vehicles ever built there was taxicabs in europe that that consistently ran over a million kilometers which is uh six hundred and something thousand miles uh without uh without a rebuild i mean if you think about that yeah. that's that's a lot of miles very nice uh scheduled maintenance was all that it required for that yep. so uh you know That's some of the new inventory we've gotten in. There's Um, there's one that's not listed yet. Okay. I'm
1: I'm not going to say a lot about it, but it's a it's a volkswagen with a with a pickup bed do you see that one? i
0: saw that i was had to do a double take on that
1: it's going to be incredible we're going to feature it when you get it listed we'll feature it on yeah
0: uh, don't do it before because we don't want you know people you know breaking our doors down and (laughs) i know you
1: right but it's it's gonna it's a funky car
0: yeah and you know we like funky cars absolutely I, i tell you you know we see a lot of great cars that come in here on a regular basis and I don't mean this to sound – we get a little insulated of it. You know, mm-hmm. you see a, – a, there's another nice Corvette. There's another nice Camaro. There's another nice – Whatever. Um and then all of a sudden you get something oddball and it catches everybody's attention in here because you're so used to seeing the norm, the thirty two high boys, the right. Chevelles, the And then the Airs. Yeah, the Bel Airs, <laughs> which are by, by the way, coming on really strong. They are. They are um, uh, you know, for a while there they had a little bit of a lull. Bel Air convertibles fifty five, mm-hmm. six mm-hmm. and sevens were Way up there in the stratosphere, and then they got down to reality a yep. little bit about 10 or 12, 15 mm-hmm. years ago, and they're starting to climb back up. Mm-hmm. I saw Meekin sold one uh, last week for <laughs> $165,000. So, not nothing. How about that? Yeah. So, um, you know, so good for them and good for them. I'm
1: sorry, you were talking about quirky cars that come in and catch yeah, your eye.
0: Well, uh, not unlike the uh, the Volkswagen uh, station wagon or, or pickup truck that came <laughs> in. Truck. And this is based on a bug, right? It's a like modern, modern Beetle. Yep. Uh, I mean. <laughs>
1: it's, it's very unique. And, uh, the, you know, I mean, everybody has strong opinions one way or another. Sure. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I think it's cool. And then there's a Corvette that came in and we'll talk about. Yeah.
0: Well, well, I'll add these to the list. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, you know, unfortunately. Uh, And I say this, and we've talked about this before. It's up to us to kind of pick apart these cars to some degree because Mm -hmm. our job is to try to present these to potential buyers in the most honest possible light that we can do it in. And therefore, we're trained to look for flaws Mm -hmm. in cars. And it – you have to, like, step back and not do that sometimes. You have to step back and just appreciate the car for what it is. Um my content editor, Peter, uh, who does a great job writing descriptions sure for does. us, uh, and Justin, who does all the specking, and with the two of them in the combination and test driving, and they do an amazing job. But what, you know, we have to, to remember is that, I have no idea what that is. I don't know, Chry-
1: <laughs> Chry- Chrysler. Chrysler, Plymouth?
0: I don't know. Something. Amazing. Um, um, we have to honestly, as best we can, describe these cars, and so therefore, we have to go in and we have to go. Okay, this is wrong. This mm-hmm. is right. This has got a this. This has got a that. And it's it's unfortunate that that's what we have to do, but it's the only way to sell these cars uh, because they're old cars, and mm-hmm. and things are going to go wrong. Yeah. And and even our best laid plans of telling you about everything about a car can get unsettled when a car rides on a trailer all the way to California or a guy drives it home to Virginia or sure. whatever things can happen so um we try to do our best but we you know certainly from time to time we'll we'll miss a few things here and there but but, but that's our job and that's what we have to do yep. uh we didn't do our 4 on the floor the past couple of weeks and if you don't know our 4 on the floor is our trivia con- or our contest yeah. to pick a vehicle uh stock number year make and model that's here in our inventory at Classic Auto Mall and if you email us at Podcast at com with the correct answer. We'll put you into a drawing and draw your name out. And if you're the only one who answers, then you get a hat. And if you get the – yeah, just Something like you that. Uh, But if, if there's more than one winner, then we'll put it into a hat and draw the winning name for a hat. Sounds good. So, yep. And we have nice hats.
1: Beautiful hats. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like my hat. You're not getting this one.
0: <laughs> so, um, so we give you four clues, and you try to guess what the car is. Uh, clue number one shares model name with a Lotus. Lotus being a manufacturer of yep. cars, Uh, the tame version of a wild bird shares cubic inches with a grand national. Interesting. And a famous one recently sold at Barrett Jackson for $105,000. If you think you know the answer, podcast at classicautomall.com. I'm going to read them one more time. Can I make a guess? No. Now, you created this. <laughs> Shares model name with a lotus, the tame version of a wild bird. Shares cubic inches with a Grand National, a famous one recently sold at Barrett-Jackson for Mm $105,000. So... There is our four on the floor. We finally got it in, nice. and uh, yes, and uh, and don't forget, coming up, June the fourth is when they're going to be drawing for the Cobra Experience, the uh, the Shelby GT500 uh, that they're giving away. Go to cobraexperience.org dot uh, org before June the fourth at one PM wow. PDT. Mm-hmm and uh, register. If you put in the code CAM11, uh, you'll receive 25% more tickets. And my understanding is they have sold a bunch of tickets. Oh, yeah. They can they can give away two Cobras. I think they could. They <laughs> they absolutely could. So if you get a chance, visit our friends there. For, and if you're out in California, Martinez, California, go visit them and tell them Stuart sent you. For sure. And a uh, great collection of Shelby and mm-hmm. Cobras and all that good stuff. Uh, so uh, the, lucky for me, we only have one week worth of car sales that I have to read this week um but our the last week has been amazing. We sold 28 cars last week. Um one day, I think Monday, mm-hmm. we sold 10 cars.
1: That's incredible.
0: Yeah, it's it's That's a lot to keep insane. up with. I don't know how the girls do that. I don't good. either. God bless you girls and yeah. you know, please Great. don't quit in the middle of a day. Great job. <laughs> so so we're where did they go? Where did those cars <laughs> go to anyway? You mean where? the cars we sold to? Yeah, where, did they, Is that what you're where are they shipped mean? off to? Well, if i got to tell you, you know, how about <clears throat> we sold cars to Bradenton, Florida, West Rocks, Bray, Massachusetts, Pottstown, Pennsylvania, Erie, Pennsylvania, Sturgis, South Dakota. That's interesting. First South Dakota car we've ever sold. Round Hill, Virginia. Palo Alto, California. Brandy Station, Virginia. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Waterford, Wisconsin. Pennsville, New Jersey. London, Ontario. Canada. Reading, Pennsylvania. Indian Mills, New Jersey. Boyertown, Pennsylvania. Easton, Pennsylvania. At Glen, Pennsylvania, Jennerstown, Pennsylvania, Mashpee, Massachusetts, Myerstown, Pennsylvania, Bend, Oregon, Washington, D.C., Hamburg, Pennsylvania, Newfield, New York, Wesley Chapel, Florida, Gallo, New Jersey, Davison, Michigan, Shinston, West Virginia. Hmm. But that's the first one we sold to South Dakota and went all the way to Bend, Oregon. Wow.
1: And Palo Alto, California? Yeah. yeah a
0: lot of cars go to California from us. But, you know, the, the one that went to Oregon was the uh, Gremlin. Oh! Oh, yeah. yeah. How about that? Yeah, we finally sold that Gremlin. I was so surprised. I thought that that thing would just be gone right away. So
1: so did I. Yeah, I was surprised.
0: There was a collection last Friday of uh, cars at Mecham, uh that uh, sold that were of that ilk. Yep, there was a Gremlin in that mix. Uh, there was a Gremlin. Mm-hmm. There was. I think uh, it was a
1: seventy three or seventy four. Also.
0: Oh, I'm going. I'm fixing to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know how I know. Because I'm looking on my computer. Yeah. So Because I'm smart like that.
1: I well, know. I was thinking we should uh t- send them a, every car that goes out. We can talk about this offline. Have a, <laughs> like have don't,
0: a, don't commit me to something here. Have now. a
1: sticker or a front license plate. Yeah. I know in California you have to have both plates. Mm-hmm. A lot of Western states. But maybe something that indicates, hey, I got this car at Classic Auto Mall. Right.
0: We'll talk about it. Yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> We like people to, you know, reference us. And,
1: yeah. I mean, you're uh, in Oregon and you come by, yeah. Hey, where'd
0: you get that? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Sure you did.
1: Morgantown.
0: So Meekum, uh, last Friday sold, uh, a bunch of AMC cars, hmm. which it was, it was a, a single owner collection, okay. uh, of a bunch of cars. And they brought probably record prices for these, I'm guessing. Uh, and, and before I get into these, they sold a 69 Mercury Cougar XR7 convertible, R code 428 with factory air and that kind of that, greenish teak turquoise oh sure yeah, really yeah. a beautiful color with a white uh, convertible top for $90,000 what so good for the Mercury world because it's always been the unloved uh, you know
1: so I love was, what Mecum's doing for the classic classic car world in general. The prices are yeah, it's uh,
0: they are incredible. And you know, people in the market setting the price. That's what mm-hmm. I love about mm-hmm. it as much as anything is that it's not somebody telling you what you should pay. It's just what the market's willing yeah. to pay. And sometimes the market's not willing to bear what you want for your car and sometimes it was willing to bear much more. And 69 AMC Hurst SC Rambler 93,000. A hmm. 70 AMC Rebel machine. Remember those? The machine. Yeah, 140, 145,000. Pretty rare. AMC Hearst SC Rambar, another sixty-nine, eighty-two thousand. Uh, 82,000. An AMX Superstock car, 181,000. saw that one. Wow. How about an AMC Hornet SC360? 55,000. And here's an AMC Gremlin X, which is the high-performance Gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to say that with a straight it, it face, was. but it's hard to do. Um, brought 33000 Okay. Yeah. Respectable. So, yeah. Um, what else? You just sold – we just sold a Pacer wagon here. Yeah, we did. And that thing didn't last but a week it or so. It didn't last at all. I think that was in the last group – yeah. It, that was the one that's going to Palo Alto.
1: Oh, is that right? Yeah. That's a cool car. That's uh, a really good Apple, buy.
0: Good buy. Too. Some guy that works at Apple probably is going to be yeah. driving that around. It's Uh, How cool is that? It was in great shape and very unique. How about this? A 73 AMC AMX Pierre Cardin edition. Oh. $104,000 they brought. Holy cow. Yeah. And then uh, what else was cool? Oh, the Jeep Golden Eagle. 78, 360, Levi's edition. Nice. Man, that thing sold for so much money they didn't even print it. <laughs> and then they sold a Camaro Pace Car '67, the actual Solid. one that Pace Car Solid. that paced the race. And we have a replica. Yes, or we, not a, the blue one, but it's we got to be careful in it's calling a it a replica. It is a factory built. Yep. Pace car. It's not somebody who took it in their garage and added stickers to it at all. This is a factory certified mm-hmm. pace car. They made like five hundred of them. Usually is what they make, or hundred of them, or whatever the number is. And so these are not replicas in the true sense of the term. Uh, and uh, so I, I don't want people to get confused by it. It
1: was an option. You could co- you could code
0: the car to get the pace car package. Correct. Thank you for that. Yep. And uh, another Jeep Grand Wag- Wagoneer over the hundred thousand mark, one hundred thirty-two thousand.
1: Wait, how much did the pace car? Sell?
0: For it it uh, was a lot, six hundred and twenty yeah. something thousand. Yeah, I was dollars. like, "Is
1: that the car we have?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Everybody's going in there. Oh, wait a minute, that might be ours. So, uh, no, it wasn't. Don't anybody, right. you know, start spending checks or that anything. Was a, that
1: was a, actually on the track.
0: Actually, on the track, paced the race, uh, the Indy five hundred in nineteen sixty seven. So, when we return, uh, we'll see if we can wrap this up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talk cars, yeah, talk cars or something. We'll be back in a few. Years.
2: When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else.
1: If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Automall podcast, live from the Classic Automall studio. We were talking about the results at Meekum, and I tell you the one that keeps surprising me is the Hummers. They just keep bringing oh, really? $100,000, dollars $300,000. they are just, um, amazing the value. And, and they're... They're really cool, but they're about as impractical as they get. I mean, you can't even go through a drive-through, you know. And if you live in Morgantown, that limits yeah. your choices of where you can dine. <laughs> so, we're talking about Meekham's Auction in uh, Indy, which they had twenty-seven hundred cars. Wow! Something. And Ray Everham was on. He was uh, there. Uh, The show last night talking about his collection, and uh, and then today uh, or last week or whatever.
1: <laughs> yes, it was last week, and he sold his cars, and uh, we did a great interview yeah. with him. If you want to check it out
0: uh, on our YouTube channel. On our YouTube channel, and our YouTube channel is starting to get some real traction, as as are our other um, uh, social, media, social media sites. Thank yep. you. Uh, Mecham sold a car that's near and dear to my heart, a 93 928 GTS Porsche. Um, that was the last, final years of the Porsche, and that was the highest horsepower one of the 928. And I always liked the 928, and I know the purists don't like the 928, <laughs> right? but but I always did, and I like the nine eleven just as equally as well, and yeah. I prove that by owning one, <laughs> by, uh, by
1: actually putting your money where your money mouth where is. your
0: mouth is. By golly, nine twenty is one of my all time favorite cars. I really love that car. I when I moved to Los Angeles in nineteen eighty one ish, the guy I went to work for uh, lived in Pasadena, and his the business was in North Hollywood. My friend and I were there, and we we lived at his house in Pasadena, and there's a whole bunch of great stories mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. that. But he had uh, a Jag XJ. 12 sedan mm-hmm. he had a Pantera mm-hmm. 71 in yellow I mean, he had a 78 uh, first year for the 928 mm-hmm. he had a, a couple other three things in a limousine and mm-hmm. a 450 SL wow. SEL sedan and so anyway whatever he drove uh, in the morning to go to work in North Hollywood me and my, my, my buddy were living there got to pick from the rest of the, the wow. scraps and he always usually picked the Jaguar because it was comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I would always dart for the 928 wow. as quick as I could get to that because it was just such a cool car. And I never had seen one yeah. uh, prior to that growing up in Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> um, so it was, it was really a cool car to get to drive and, and hang out and, yeah. and, and experience. And That's- of course that made them dear and near to my heart mm-hmm. from, for many, many years. Uh, and so, you know, it was one of those cars that, uh, that, They weren't very collectible for a while, but they really seem to be coming on much stronger nowadays. And, of course, the 928 GTS, the last iteration of it, 93, 94, 95... Are arguably the best ones, and they mm-hmm. regularly bring over a hundred thousand yeah. dollars if they are low mileage and uh, you know check all the right boxes.
1: Now, and whenever I mention a nine twenty eight, and I don't know what the differences are, but everybody says, "Oh, you got to get the European spec one." So
0: yeah, there are some differences. Yeah, I mean, I think there's you know probably less restrictive, like a lot of European cars are, mm-hmm. and of course most of the nine twenty eights now are past the twenty five year import uh, regulation, right. which now you can bring them into the country. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. uh, I'm assuming that's the same. Yep. Uh, as it was, but uh, but anyway. Anyway, speaking of cars <laughs> yeah so what a which nice, we are see what a segue I've got here. yeah so we were talking about we didn't get to talk about this last week favorite driving song
1: what's your favorite oh driving boy
0: who uh, you have to come back to me I have to think about that one <laughs> okay I because I have mine
1: you have yeah, one yeah you can my- have mine. Mine is Freebird, definitely. I like Freebird. Yeah. Start out slow. And then that solo, driving (laughs) fast to that solo is the most fun. Yeah. But what's yours, Stuart?
0: So mine is Joe Satriani, who is a guitarist extraordinaire. And his instrumental, Surfing with the Alien, is a great song. And if you've never heard it, check it out. Surfing with the Alien, Joe Satriani. If you had a good producer, he he would would bring it up. He'd pull it right up right now, and we'd be listening to it as we speak. And you're over there napping, and Ethan's over there. Well, we, a, I think they're giving him a new Corvette. His this. computer went to sleep. That's the problem. <laughs> Ethan's getting a new Corvette from the because uh, he's got so many podcasts. Right, right. He's got and, so many followers. Yeah, I'll see how this is all works. I, we need to renegotiate your contract.
1: Ethan, uh, I'm but. early Van Halen. I mean, fifty one fifty is my is my workout album. Uh, so I really can't listen to it in the car. But right. uh, the early, you know, the David Lee Roth years. Uh, uh, reach back between my legs. <laughs> ease the seat seatback. back. I love that Absolutely. stuff. I dropped
0: fast to that. Yeah. That's 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 great stuff. So, By the way, did you see the Mona Lisa of cars sold?
1: Oh, the Mercedes.
0: The the Mercedes. Yep. Uh, 1955 Ah. uh, Mercedes 300 SLR. The Uhlenhut Coupe, only for $143 million. The most valuable car in the world. Its opening bid eclipsed the auction record at 50 million euros. the, the, The first bid. That was that went – it eclipsed it right there. Apparently, uh, this was put on by RM Auctions out of Mm -hmm. Canada, and this was put on by them at the Mercedes factory in Sindelfingen, I think it was. I don't know that for sure. And it was invitation only to this auction, and the car sold for $143 million. And the Ullenhut Coupe, uh, the previous record uh, uh, of a car, not Mm -hmm. an auction, sold was $70 million for a 63 Ferrari 250 GTO, and the previous – highest auction price was 48 million for a 62 Ferrari 250 GTO Series 2, and that was in 2018. And so this thing just doubled, doubled, doubled the, double
1: the highest price double. ever.
0: <sighs> yeah. Doubled the highest price ever for a car sold, tripled Is highest price at auction ever sold.
1: Is that a good investment? I mean. Uh- <laughs>
0: Where's that car going to be in, t- in 10 years? Is going to be $200 million? You know what it, you know what's interesting about this sale is, is that it puts it in the top 10 of anything ever auctioned. Yeah. Uh, the top item ever auctioned was, uh, Salvador Mundi, the Da Vinci painting, uh, which was sold for $450 million. My God. But, man, so the top 10 incredible. of anything ever sold at auction. Wow. And Ulenhut, the reason it's called the Ulenhut or mm-hmm. Ulenhut, however you say it. Yep. Is because it was the demo for the, for the, uh, um, uh, Rudolph Uhlenhut. Uh, he was a test driver and it was his, it was like his company car. <laughs> and they had two, they made two of them. Okay. One of them is still in the factory. And this is one of those cars that nobody ever thought would ever sell. I mean, not not that it would never sell, but that it would never be offered for sale. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, and of course, when this car was built, uh, they were developing it for the '56 racing season, and then that horrible crash mm-hmm. in uh, Le Mans mm-hmm. in 1955, where 84 people yep. died, uh, took Mercedes out of racing for three decades. Wow. they were they were done. They were, and you know, can you hardly blame them? Uh, but anyway, I mean, that was it, it. Started leaking out a couple of weeks ago, the information that it sold, and nobody really knew for sure. Haggerty finally reported, it, I imagine that. They've got all the inside information. <laughs> but, you know, it's arguably the holy grail of cars. I mean, it's based on the uh, the silver Arrow cars that dominated the racing world in the 1930s. And uh, so, $143 million. Can you... How
1: After you spend $143 million, do you have to sell your house and I, then you don't have a
0: place to store it? You well, just leave it out in the, the driveway? Yeah, because yeah, you don't I have a garage Right, right. Can I put a $500 deposit on that while I go get some? <laughs> you know? It's, uh, you know, it's one of those things that... I don't know how you're not a nervous wreck. No matter how much money I you have, raising imagine. your hand for 143. That's a million. lot of money. <laughs> just did crazy. he get
1: a pre-purchase inspection on that? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and was he qualified? Did he you know, <laughs> Did he get a bank letter of guarantee like they right. make it at the auctions? I don't know. Well, it's probably like Ford, where you had to be approved to get a
1: like a G- Ford GT. GTR. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Although a lot of those are on the market. I, I, oh, they put, they're, they're, they're back, all Necom, I mean. I, Yeah, I think that I don't know what the, I think it was a two-year waiting period. You had yep. to not sell it or do anything with it. But right, uh, right. But anyway, um, so congratulations to, uh, Mercedes. And, and apparently all that money's going to a, uh, fund to fund scholarships and different things that Mercedes has put forward. Wow. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking, um, uh, the, the other day we were, we were so, I was talking to a buddy of mine. We were talking about when we were kids, how we couldn't afford anything cool. And we always thought by the time we got old enough to be able to afford cool cars, mm-hmm. there would be no more cool cars. Mm-hmm. All cars right. would be proletarian and yep. plain Jane and they'd all look the same. And, and they, and that is not the case. Look at the Hellcat. Look at the Viper. Uh, right. Look at the, Anything that you can now, think now going of. forward, there may not be any. Cool may not, cars. yeah, yeah, yeah. For you young kids out there that can't afford the they cool cars, they don't care. Uh, well, I'm sorry to tell you that you're never going. to But be yeah,
1: anything. I think I think Dodge really turned that around with some of these.
0: They cars. certainly did. Yeah, and did a great job uh, in you know r- reminiscing. I mean, if you look at the mm-hmm. like we were talking about the GTO, the the Pontiac. the, the late the last generation of the GTO, it didn't look anything like a GTO, right? And which it is part of the problem. Yeah, and it didn't look anything retro. Mm-hmm. And the Camaro, to some degree. Was like that as well too. The later model Camaros, the Challenger did a great job, yep. and the Mustang is still a great looking car. Right, and and it's one of those things. Uh, we've talked about this about some certain cars. If you if you look at cars objectively if you don't look at them because you always have seen an 80 Corvette and yeah it's an 80 right. Corvette no it's a good-looking car mm-hmm. it's a really good-looking car and so is a 2008 Shelby GT500 Mustang and so is right. and and you have a tendency especially from the low horsepower years to overlook those so don't do that right uh, look at something that's cool and buy what you love yeah
1: and I you see that in C4s where they they were poo-pooed for a while yeah. because of whatever and now they're starting to come back up as, as collectible
0: you know uh, we we were talking to last week about the Rennsport reunion, yes. which is the biggest Porsche gathering in the history of Porsche gatherings, and mm. they've done seven of them so far, uh, and it's going to be at Laguna Seca again this year. Mm. This is the fourth time they've been at Laguna Seca, but the Rennsport folks, uh, Porsche, I guess in general, mm-hmm. said, no, 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 you got to fix the track, it needs to be repaid, oh. there's a bunch of stuff, and I'm not quite sure why, I mean, mm-hmm. they've been running historics out there since then, how Forever. bad could it be? Right. But they wanted a lot of stuff improved, and apparently uh, they this, the county of that uh, mm-hmm. Laguna Seca in California is in owns the track, and they uh, stepped up and and spent whatever it took because they realized the economic impact is you know a bunch of Porsche owners come into your town Right. can't be a bad thing not a bad thing they're yeah. not usually you know slu- I, you know slugs I guess that's like repaving <laughs> our lot out here I think we got a quote it was nineteen million yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what they're doing at Laguna yeah. Seca
0: yeah nineteen million they're a little repave your whole a lot for you, and it'll oh, look really okay. good. It's kind of like when they were going to fix our floor over here, and they said, yeah, well, it'll look just like you know a Lowe's and a Home Depot has yeah. this shiny, concrete oh, sure. floor. And it's like, man, I want our floors to look like that. So we pulled up all the carpet in our main showroom, yeah. and we called a guy, and he goes, yeah, I can do that. And he goes, and, it's, and he goes, it's really cheap. It's like $5 a square foot. Well, the one showroom is 22,000 square feet. Wow. That's the one small showroom yeah. that we have. And I'm thinking... The math on this is not working very well. We have <laughs> 336,000 square feet. Oh, my gosh. Times five I think that's like a million-something. Quite so a bit of money. we probably decided that we were going to just do the best mm-hmm. we can. And, and it is what it is. And then, uh, of course, uh, in other car news, um, you know, there's a new documentary that's out. I haven't seen it yet. It's called The Club, featuring all of the four-time winners of the Indianapolis 500, which was uh, LAO… Uh, mm-hmm. Rick Mears, uh, Al, the late Al Unser Sr., and uh, AJ Foyt. And now, there's a possibility that Helio could be number five this year. So, it'll be tomorrow. I <laughs> see how good I did that's right it'll be tomorrow race is so tomorrow Indianapolis 500 Helio Castroneves and Rick Beers was jokingly saying you know that we weren't going to let him do it and he can't do it and blah 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 and then he finally came out and said look it would be great for the sport if he did it mm-hmm. and it would be cool and he's a he's a enthusiastic driver at uh at the least and uh you know a good ambassador for the sport absolutely and it's fun to say his name Helio <laughs> <laughs> or, Elio or Helio yep. or Helio any of that anyway Thanks for everybody tuning in. Um, We will be back next week with some guest of some sort or it'll just be. Talking cars. Talking cars. And, you know, I, I have like 25 other things that I didn't get to. And sorry for the uh, throaty uh, '40s uh, movie star voice, but, <laughs> but uh, hopefully I'll be uh, cured of this uh, pollen invasion. Yeah, that we're having. It's temporary. You know, yeah, it's all temporary. So anyway, thanks again for listening, and uh, thanks to all our listeners on social media and TikTok and YouTube and all that good stuff. And we'll see you next Saturday, uh, whatever date that will be. Take care.
1: We appreciate you listening to our show today. And don't forget, when you're in southeastern Pennsylvania, come visit us in person. We're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wednesday is our late day, and we're here from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturdays, we're open from 9 a.m. to noon, and we are closed on Sundays. You can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at classicautomalt.com. To reach the show, email us at podcast at classicautomall.com. The Classic Automall Podcast is produced by Car Smarts Media, theme song by the Pat Travers Band.
2: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.